everybody, and welcome to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the Assistant Director of Yachad. Thank you for joining us. We've got a lot in store. Tomorrow morning is the big day that we've been talking about for months now. Tomorrow morning, Team Yachad is getting ready to participate in the Jerusalem Marathon. There'll be a marathon with, I think we have seven runners a half marathon with about 50, and also a 10K with another 140 runners. All in all, we are 211 runners strong, which is more than double last year's total of 90. So that's really exciting. Tomorrow morning, you can listen uh, live on JM in the AM at 91.1 and 90.9 in the New York area or online at NachumSiegel.com or jmintheam.org, and you can listen live as Nachum will be doing JM in the AM from Jerusalem, from the Jerusalem Marathon, together with Team Yachad. He'll be joining us for a show there, and also joining us for the pasta party. And then again, similar to what we did in Miami, we're going to have Nachum doing a show live on the stream from Israel uh, at the finish line as runners are coming across and completing their race. Uh, joining me today in studio is one of our Team Yachad runners, but more importantly, he is a co-worker of mine here at the Orthodox Union. Uh, Ken Sable is the Associate Director of Institutional Advancements for, Advancement for the OU, for the Orthodox Union, specializing and working most of his time with NCSY and Yachad. Um, and then we'll speak in a little bit, we'll speak to Danielle Orenshine, who is the president of the Yachad Israel Board, who will be gearing up to run her second uh, race with Team Yachad. Last year she ran with us in Miami, and this year spending the year at Nishmat. Uh, Danielle will be joining us from Israel over the phone as she gets ready to run her second race with Team Yachad, the Jerusalem Marathon. Uh, just before we get into things, let's listen to a couple of songs. Here is music from Avram Fried. Let me know my heart. You 
Two of my favorite songs from Avram Fried. We're here in the studio at downtown Manhattan at the headquarters of the OU. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Ellie Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad. And thank you for joining me. Uh, tomorrow morning, like we've just mentioned, Team Yachad's getting ready to run the race. Um, and with that, I'd like to introduce my first guest is Ken Sable, who's the associate director of institutional advancement for the OU. Ken, welcome to the Jewish Reaction. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure. So before we get into talking about what you do, um, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about, um, I guess, your family's involvement uh, in Yachad over the last couple of years? So my family's involvement stems mostly from my daughter, Jennifer, who has been working for Yachad for the past three years. She was a uh, coordinator for the Brooklyn chapter for a couple of years, a counselor on our famous Yad Biyad uh, summer program. And this past year, she was one of the head counselors on, on Yad Biyad. Uh, really, when she began her involvement with Yad Biyad, our first uh, connection with it was when she came to us and asked us if my wife and I asked if we could have some people come over for our house on Shabbos afternoon with the group that was here for the weekend. And when we asked her how many might stop by, she said, oh, just the Shabbaton, which is about 100 people. 
And that was your welcome, uh, welcome to Yachad w- moment. Welcome to Yachad. And suddenly we were uh, baking and preparing for 100 people to invade our home on Shabbos afternoon, and we've now done it three years in a row. That's a good thing uh, you're an avid baker then, huh? Uh, that would be my wife. <laughs> So Jen, just so everybody knows, Jen Sable, who this coming summer will be running uh, the Yachad Getaway, Getaway, sorry, summer program. Uh, Jen, um, and I guess you too, can you get a Mazel Tov? Jen got engaged a couple of weeks ago and had her engagement party actually on the Sunday uh, before Purim, which is now about two weeks ago. Um, And the engagement party was a little bit different. The engagement party was a costume-themed party. Yes. Uh, Jen insisted on having uh, a fun party, didn't want people just coming to a home and milling around for a few minutes, or uh, we had it in a place called the Boathouse, and uh, didn't want people just walking in and around. Uh, so she said, let's have a costume party, let's have fun, pre-Purim, and so everyone came, we had a blast. So... So you were dressed up as a king? I was. Does that mean that your wife was dressed up as a queen? She indeed was. So being that it was around Purim time, would you say you were Ahasuerus? A few people mentioned that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> was was that the plan, or it just happened to be a coincidence? I think it just kind of happened that sure, way. Sure, sure it was. <laughs> but sure. It, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, actually, there were a number of uh, colleagues from Yachad there, and uh, towards the end of the evening, we started singing the uh, you know Yachad, Yachad song. Well, the question is, why did it take till the end of the evening? That should have happened much earlier. You know, we build up to it. Acharon, acharon, chaviv. All right, all right, I'll take it, I'll take it. Here's my real question. What were your thoughts about the costume party idea before, and now that it's already happened, what are your thoughts on it after? Uh, I mean, it's very unique. I have never been to a costume-themed, a costume ball engagement party. Right, so without a doubt, before, uh, you know, the party, it was absolutely not. I can't believe we're doing this. Uh, but th- what one does as a parent for their child, uh, you agree to do things that not necessarily, you know, you agree with. And pretty much immediately after the party concluded, Jen came over to my wife and I and said, so was I right? Wasn't it great? And indeed, it was great. You heard it here on the Jewish Reaction First. Ken Sable admitting that his daughter, Jen, who just recently got engaged to Eric Israeli, so Mazel Tov to Jen, um, was right. And you were wrong. It, it was great. Wow, this is being recorded. Uh, I understand. Okay, just want to make sure that that's clear. Um, also, in terms of Eric Israeli, your daughter's fiance now, Eric just recently went on Yachad birthright in December. That's and correct. And that was his welcome to Yachad moment. That is correct. So now together, he and Jen are now both... Biyachad. Biyachad, <laughs> much more involved in programming as well as... Uh, Amir Tzah Hashem getting married shortly. Yes, that's correct. So, Looking with that in it. mind, a mazel tov from all of us here at the OU and the Jewish Reaction and the Nachum Siegel Network to Jen and Eric. Thank you. Um, so now moving on, you ran the Miami Half Marathon with Team Yachad. Uh, now it's about seven or so weeks ago. Um, and I know that you were uh, you did well. You were in a little bit of pain and soreness afterwards. Uh, now that it's seven weeks later, how are you feeling? It was it was great. I feel great. I feel wonderful. Uh, thrilled to do it. The best part of it was that Jen and I ran together. Uh, this is definitely also something that she had been encouraging me to do. Uh, even was mentioning it in previous years, but I, I didn't agree to it at that point in time. Uh, as it turns out, it was particularly special for me to run in the marathon, uh, as I had 
actually had back surgery on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, so that would be mid-September, and uh, wasn't quite sure that I could actually run a half marathon. But uh, as I told the rest of the members of my family, I had asked my physician before surgery, including right as we were, as I was about to undergo anesthesia. And then as soon as I woke up, those are the first words I said to him, can I run the half marathon? And, and <laughs> is that true? That is 100% true. <laughs> Not like, hey, am I alive? Are no, you real? Am no. I here? Where is my wife? No. Can I run the half marathon? And then at the two-week checkup, I asked him again, and he never said no. I don't think that he was necessarily encouraging it. Thrilled with the idea. Right, but he never said no, and that was my permission to try to do it. Well, I I know that for for the weeks leading up to the race, we would always joke and say, like, you know, oh, hey, Ken, how's your training going? And you would always reply with, well, training was great this morning. I was able to get out of bed by myself. Uh, For a number of weeks, that indeed was my training, as I was not able to do anything else but that. So was there a point where you were able to actually do some kind of training, or you more just, you know, hey, I'm a regular guy. I'm in decent shape. I can do this. It's 13 miles. What's the big deal? Uh, for I uh, first of all, I couldn't do any running at all for about six to eight weeks post surgery, and then I actually did you know exercise a little bit for a period of a few weeks, but probably did a little bit too much, and therefore that set me back. And I no was, pun intended. Yes, and then I was <laughs> only able to, as you say, get out of bed for my exercise, and so pretty much uh, I was one of those people when our trainers were there the night before saying, so for those of you who haven't really done anything, and my hand was raised as one of those people. <laughs> that is me, that is me. <laughs> that is me. And uh, But we went, it was great. You get caught up in the you know enthusiasm of the moment, you know, 25,000 strong, you know, at the marathon, and and particularly for those of us running with Team Yachad, we know we know why we're doing it. It's more than just running the marathon. I never would have run 13.1 miles just for the sake of running it. Right. Uh, but I knew uh, we were there for Yachad. We had raised money on behalf of Yachad, and as we were going along, and you know, at different times, each one of us would would get tired. And in fact, we did run the entire race together, Jen and I. Uh, we would each kind of encourage each other and say. Well, you know, your Yachad, you know, members wouldn't stop. They don't know the word no. And so we, we're, we're going to continue on our way as well. What was, uh, your finish time? 256.41. And for Jen? 256.41. So you guys started at the exact same moment and finished at the exact same moment. And went together the entire way. So that's way. like really the definition of you were really running Biyachad. We indeed that's, were. That's we were, really nice. At probably there was no point that we were more than 20 feet apart from each other. Wow. I'll tell you, because friends of mine ran with us also. Uh, Samantha and Benjamin Kramer ran with uh, ran with me uh, together as part of Team Lachayim within Team Yachad. And they also ran the race together, except that when I looked up their finish times... Sam had finished two seconds. Oh. Two seconds ahead of Ben. <laughs> Which means that literally when they saw the finish line, Sam just sped up just a bit and left Ben behind her. Not, not good, not but good. But did that cross your mind? Uh, no. Uh, we, <laughs> we, 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 we knew the whole way that, you know, if it was possible, we wanted to try to run together. And we literally crossed the finish line hand in hand. And uh, it was kind of funny when we got the pictures from uh, from the Miami Marathon. At first, they actually cut us off. We had our hands stretched out, and you couldn't tell if, who you whose hand you were holding or if you were holding someone else's <laughs> hand. It just kind of looked a little bit awkward. But then they resent them, and they got a nice picture of us together. So look, looking back at the marathon experience in the weekend, what was the most 
um, I guess, moving or inspirational or exciting uh, part of the whole weekend for you? Well, for me, truly, it was it was experiencing all of this with Jen. Uh, she has been such an active participant in Yachad now for a number of years. And to see everything that she has been involved in uh, face-to-face, for me, was, was really beautiful. I would actually kind of experience, I found myself kind of experiencing the, the whole Shabbaton through her eyes. I would just watch her. And I would watch the, the the participants and the other runners, and then watch everybody up on the stage. You know, Motzi Shabbos at the pasta, pasta party. It was just great, uh, and so I, I I really truly you know in, enjoyed that. And of course, the race itself was just incredibly inspirational. And meeting up with everybody at mile eleven with t- uh, Team Yachad Water Station. Water Station was was just great, and that that gave us the extra motivation to to keep going cuz when you get to mile 11 you're kind of tired. But then again, but then a little bit of the adrenaline kicks in and like, hey, you know, I'm almost at the end of this. We're almost there and we could, and, and and we could do it. And uh we did. And uh thankfully, you know, at that point the sun was starting to peek out from behind the buildings and it was getting kind of hot, so uh, it was a good thing we were near the end. It's a good time end. to finish. So, yeah. so you're saying that when you finished the 13.1, you were satisfied. You did not consider continuing on doing the full. Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you were happy with the half. No chance. I, I, I can honestly say that uh, I'd look forward to doing this again, but I don't know about the full marathon. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network, brought to you by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the Assistant Director of Yachad. And tomorrow morning, as we're going to speak about shortly, Team Yachad is getting ready to run the Jerusalem Marathon. That's all 211 of our runners. And we're being joined right now in the studio by Ken Sable, who's the Associate Director of Institutional Advancement uh, for the OU. Ken, why don't you tell us a little bit about your previous uh, work experience and development and how you came about to be to be here at the OU. So I've been in the Jewish communal world for some 27 years now. Spent most of my career in the Federation world, both in the New York and New Jersey Federations. And the last three years, I was working uh, for American Friends of Magain Davida Dome. Uh, which was pretty, you know, particularly important as well. Uh, Israel is very, very important to me. And so that organization obviously works on a daily basis with uh, people in Israel, helping them uh, with whatever they need. And uh, the timing was right. And I received a call and, and came here and thrilled to be here working on behalf of both NCSY and Yachad. Uh, it's very, very meaningful to me, particularly knowing that, uh, you know, my daughter's been involved and now I'm, I'm quite active, obviously. So, but your involvement with Yachad is more than just working in the New York area. You're also working nationally with some of our national chapters. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what's just going on in the different chapters that you're involved with? So I've been involved, as you say, in addition to New York, New Jersey, I've been involved in Chicago and now involved in Florida particularly a number of months ago, which was very early on uh, after I had come here. I, I spent some time in Chicago and had the opportunity, uh, initially somewhat unfortunately, uh, which means I got stuck in Chicago for Shabbos. Oh, my God, I forgot about this. <laughs> I, I say only initially you gotta because... you got to tell the story. I say only initially because uh, it was a, actually turned out to be a wonderful experience uh, for me. 
basically what had happened was I had gone out to Chicago for, for one day. It was supposed to be one day uh, for a series of meetings on a Thursday. And I had a flight Thursday evening. And to uh, make a very long story short, I had uh, my Thursday evening flight was canceled. I wound up staying in a hotel for a couple of hours. It was actually the night that uh, Miami Heat won the uh, NBA championship. Ah. So I watched the, uh, the, the end of the game uh, in a hotel room. And then got up very early the next morning and proceeded to then have, throughout the day, seven different flights canceled on me for one reason or another. Wow. Was it weather-related or not uh, even? Uh, it was weather-related here in New York area by the end of the day. There was a bad storm that particularly was affecting the LaGuardia Airport. Wow. But, so uh, that was just bad luck or it was meant to be? I think in the end it was meant to be. Uh, you know, uh, God works in mysterious ways. And so what had happened was uh, it was about four 4.30 or so when I realized that my last plane was not taking off. Thank goodness we had actually not uh, pulled away from, from the gate. And I went over to the pilot and said, I need to get off this plane. Because even though it was June and we, Shabbos was late, I wasn't going to make Shabbos yeah, back here. Yeah, 4.30 flight, you're, you're, you're pushing it. Not going to make it. And so he let me off the plane. And I didn't know where I was going to stay because I didn't know anybody in Chicago. You've been there once and for a total of eight hours. <laughs> right. The only person I knew, actually, was the, one of the individuals that I had come to meet the day before, which is actually uh, Chaim Suss, who's the chairman of uh, Chicago Yachad. And as uh, you know, luck would have it, right at that moment, my cell phone rang, and it was actually Chaim calling to thank me for coming and hope that I had a good trip back home. So, <laughs> so I proceeded to tell him, uh, <laughs> had a great day in Chicago the day before. but uh, So much so that you didn't want to leave. And I was still there. And so, of course, he invited me over for Shabbos. And I got there about an hour or so before Shabbos, so at which point we had to run out to Target and go buy some clothes because I had, had nothing, nothing. <laughs> nothing else other than what I had now been sleeping in and uh, walking around in for the past 36 hours. So we got ready for Shabbos and um, had a wonderful, wonderful time. Chaim has a beautiful family, including a special needs child who's 11, along with five other children and his wife, of course. And uh, we had a great, great time. And I got to experience, you know, a Shabbos with a special needs child. So and that I- really might have been very helpful for you in order, you know, in terms of development and fundraising to then be able to go let people know about your experience and seeing firsthand the difficulties that some families might encounter in a day-in, day-out basis that really might have been helpful for you to see that. I think for me it was incredibly impactful. Uh, Not only, you know, so I could see firsthand, you know, what it's like to have a special needs child and, you know, the amount of care that that goes into making sure that that child is you know is safe at all times, you know, sh- Shimmy actually you know wanders a bit, and so we had, they had to change the the locks in their home. They had to make make it a code so that Shimmy wouldn't walk out as he had done two or three other occasions. And I got to experience having you know Shabbos meals with Shimmy, which was an interesting experience. As you know, Shimmy tended to just throw his food when he decided he was finished, and so. I saw everything that that goes into caring for you know an an individual child with special needs, and that was really important. And and then it made me realize also when we say when we talk about inclusion and we're there with the with the yachad member who participates with with our high school members or our college members, etc. And that's all about inclusion, but we're really all inclusive about caring for the family because when someone like Shimmy goes on a shabbaton, that gives 
Chaim and his wife the opportunity to spend some quality time together with themselves and the other members of their family and give them the attention that perhaps they might not have, you know, be getting, you know, you know, the rest of the time when, when they're caring for Shimmy. And so, we really do serve the entire family when we talk about a Yachad member. And typically, you know, from a, from a program or an event, you know, say it's, there's a Shabbaton or a Shul, people think, oh, it's so nice that there's a Shabbaton here, but you don't really stop to think about what's going on in all of these Yachad members' homes with their families and are now able to spend more quality time with each other. That's why I really think it was Mina Shemayim that, that I got stuck and spent that, that Shabbos because I, I did realize and would have realized throughout my work all the aspects of the Shabbaton, as you just referenced, but would never have had the opportunity to see what it really means to the family. And having spent that Shabbos there, I now know what it means to a family to get those 25, 27 hours, uh, you know, to spend with the rest of the members of their family. And that's really critical. Wow. So, that, that, I mean, at the end of the day, that worked out being really nice. It was great. So, in terms of development itself, I mean, like now that you went out to Chicago and you started to meet with, uh, with Chaim Sass, who's our chairman, and with Ephraim Popel, who runs the chapter out in Chicago. And, uh, you know, nationally, why is it so important... Um, to fundraise and to, to, to raise development dollars, um, you know, as opposed to, you know, that there are lots of worthy organizations. Why, you know, how do you make that sell that Yachad, you know, should be one of the organizations that people feel required of them to support? So I think Yachad is, is an amazing organization that, as we've spoken about, really is inclusive. It's reaching out not only to the individual member, but to the entire family. And Yachad has done an incredible job over the years having fantastic programming. What we haven't done as, as well as an organization is to explain that to individuals and to tell them that we need support. We have unbelievable programming going on. Whether it's the Shabbatones, whether it's our Yad Biyad, whether it's our eight and growing number of summer programs that we have throughout throughout the uh, you know the country, whether it's our relationship building courses, our our sibling support groups, our mother support groups, our father support groups, there are countless countless programs that help service the entire family, and people need to know that. And right now, you know, people tend to view us as this nice, warm Hamish organization. That does great work, and okay, so we'll give them, you know, our, our little support. We are a nice, warm Hamish organization, but we need significantly more support because so many families who have members uh, with disabilities, they don't have the funds needed in order to partake in these programs. And so we, Yachad, have to give them significant financial support in order to uh, enable them to come to these programs. Well, where does that financial support come from? It needs to come from the community. And that's what that's what we do, and that's you know, what we need to tell has people. come, you know, such a long way over the last twenty five years in terms of changing the the lifestyle and the way that people think of people in the community with disabilities. Um, and you know, where I guess it's like the glass is half full. Now we have to try and fill it up the rest of the way to, to complete that. Right. Uh, we have done an amazing job, and and all the credit in the world to Dr. Lichtman as the national director, who has really you know, as you say, kind of taken people from who you, who would be in the closet, so to speak, and brought them out into the real world. Many of them have jobs. There's a vocational training program that goes on. But now we need to support it. We need, we need to fund it because we have many, many ideas, but we can't implement them all unless we have the funds. And the reality is, is that there's nobody that I have gone out to speak to 
that once I sit down face-to-face and have that conversation, there isn't anybody that isn't then supportive of what we do. We do amazing work. We just need to tell people about it. And now that we've begun to tell people about it, we're getting the support, and that's terrific. And uh, you know, one big part of that is, of course, is the is the both the fundraising and the friend raising something that we've been doing a lot in terms of Team Yachad and in terms of um, marathon running. For example, you know, the Miami Marathon you were a part of was at 185 runners was a couple of weeks ago. Now we have 210 people, 211 people. I'm sorry, signed up to run the Jerusalem Marathon tomorrow morning, as well as now other programs that we're looking to do in both Denver. Uh, and Toronto, where yes, the, the fundraising is the important part, but even sometimes for some of these programs, the fundraising and letting people know who we are and what we're doing can actually end up being more valuable than the money raised itself. That's probably the best way to connect with people. As as you know, you know, we we secured corporate sponsorship for the Miami Marathon uh, through the through the Juni Company and. They could not have been more thrilled to participate in this friend-raising ac- activity and in turn raise lots of dollars for Yachad and are going to continue to do so for throughout the year and for the next uh, Miami Marathon. And so it's the way to do it. it. It's a great way to reach people. So, I mean, yeah, I guess I guess I wish myself Hatzlacha. I guess I wish you Hatzlacha. Thank you. I want to thank you for joining me here on the Jewish Reaction, presented by the OU on the Nachum Siegel Network. Um, maybe next year we'll, we can count on you to run the Jerusalem Marathon. I look forward to it. Marathon. Maybe. No more half marathons, Ken. This is marathon time. You get me to Jerusalem, <laughs> I'll do the marathon. You know you got to run up Jabotinsky Street, right? Uh, no problem. No problem. <laughs> I guess you're the one who can do that. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Elliot Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad, and in just a couple of minutes we're going to be joined by the phone by Danielle Orenshine, who's going to be uh, calling in from Israel. She gets ready to run the Jerusalem Marathon uh, tomorrow morning. Just before we go ahead with that, here are a couple of song selections from Yehuda. Just a small boy I heard the legend of the dove Like all the other animals Hashem created it with love But the dove was extra special For it was so pure and white Hashem sent it to the forest To turn the darkness into light But all the animals were jealous And their hatred grew so strong They plotted ways to rid themselves Of the dove and his sweet songs First the tiger, then the jackal Then the bear and then the snake when they'd attack, the dove would run, and the dove barely escaped. So the dove turned to Hashem, tears streaming down his cheeks. I feel that I am all alone, with no one close to me. But then from under Hashem's throne, where he stores his precious things He gave the dog a special gift
and higher, higher than the sky. Higher and higher, it's as high as you can fly. You'll fly up to the heavens, even higher than you dream. Higher and higher, you'll fly so close to me. Dove went to the forest with confidence and pride. He'd never have to run again, and he'd never have to hide. He would always be protected, and now that he had wings, he would sit up in a treetop, and the world would hear him sing. But all the animals were furious When they saw the dove's new wings It was if Hashem was telling them That the dove would be their king So they pounced upon the dove And he could barely fly They left him torn and wounded They left him there to die. So the dog turned to Hashem, and he cried, it isn't fair. These precious wings you gave to me, that I always have to wear. They are so very heavy, much more than I can bear. Please take me from the forest, I cannot make it there. And then a shelter to the dove, my child please understand. Now I have given you your wings, your destiny is in your hands. If you use your wings for flying, they'll never weigh you down. And you'll fly up so much higher than those who live upon the ground. And you'll go higher and higher, higher than the sky. Higher and higher, that's as high as you can fly. You'll fly up to the heavens, even higher than you Dove returned back to the forest And now the others lay in wait They'd attack the dove in unison And this time death would be his fate But the dove was so determined And he began to fly Like a chef had promised him He soared up towards the
our story has concluded. But friends, there's one more thing. The little dove that's you and me. And the toy rod that's our wings. Shalom, 
Shalom, you're listening to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad, and we're being joined now on the phone by Danielle Orenshine. Danielle is spending the year in Israel at Nishmat, um, and Danielle is also the co-president of the Israel Yachad board, together with our good friend Shlomo Fershman, who those of you who were listening joined us a couple of months ago to speak about the Jerusalem Marathon. But now that time is finally here. The Jerusalem Marathon is tomorrow morning, Friday, March 1st. Uh, Team Yachad has two 211 runners who will be running the 10K, the half marathon, and the full marathon to raise money uh, for Yachad. And Danielle Orenshine, welcome to the Jewish Reaction. Thank you very much. So, Danielle, the race is in like 12 or 13 hours from now. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Are you ready as in that you're excited to do it? You're excited to do it as part of Team Yachad? Or you're excited because you've been training so hard and so diligently that all your hard work is about to pay off? Um, I would say definitely I'm excited to be a part of Team Yachad. And yeah, what <laughs> excited me is also excited to be running. I haven't been training so much, but... Well, when you ran, last year you ran the Miami Half Marathon with Team Yachar, correct? Um, I think I walked to the Miami wa- Half Marathon <laughs> last year with Team Yachar. Because I was going to say, if last year you did the Half Marathon in Miami, this year you should be doing the Half Marathon in Jerusalem. But interestingly enough, you signed up for the 10K. Yes, the Jerusalem Hills scared me. Ah, I, you know, I hear that, because Jabotinsky Street, which I've been talking about for a couple of weeks now, is an absolute killer. Are you familiar with the Jabotinsky Street Hill? Um, familiar with some of the 
large Jerusalem hills. So Jabotinsky now, Street, you might not know it by name, but I promise you, Friday afternoon, when you finish the 10K, <laughs> you will very much know Jabotinsky Street. Uh, Danielle, how is Israel Yachel going? I know you're the president of the board, together with Shlomo, and it's incredible that this coming Monday night at the Israel Center, uh, we're going to be having a Yachad Purim event together with... Oh, I'm sorry, last Monday, it was already a Yachad uh, Purim event together with um, the Siklik family celebrating the Bar Mitzvah of Sam. Uh, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what goes into Israel Yachad and how you're able to make it work with people coming from so many different yeshivas and seminaries all over the country. Israel Yachad is, like they say, Yachad made Aliyah. Well, not all of Yachad, but this part, and we're really excited about it. All of the events get a lot of, I can tell you, a lot of planning goes into the events, and but also a tremendous amount of excitement, not only from the people directly involved in getting everything together, but everyone who's been involved in Yachad in the States and then comes to Israel for the year who have heard about it and gets excited. There's a lot of Yachad participants who join Yachad summer programs but don't get to experience Yachad during the year because they're in Israel and they also benefit and come to all the events and join us and it's a lot of fun and it's hard, it's sometimes it's, it makes it more fun I think coordinating with all the different um, places because we have Israelis come to the events, we have people from all different yeshivas and seminaries and some events are just specified to like one place like uh, a few weeks ago, we actually had an event at my school at Nishmat, where we decorated Purim masks and uh, had pizza, and it was a bunch of girls from Nishmat, so it was um, Americans and Israelis, and we all we joined the, the Yachad participants came, and we welcomed them to our school, and it was a ton of fun. We had music, and everyone really had a lot of fun, and it was also great exposure for everyone to see what Yachad is really about. Wow, that's so awesome. So really exciting. Has Nishmat been uh, welcoming and open to having Yachad programming at their at their campus? Yeah, extremely welcoming. Anytime um, Yachad want to come and speak about Team Yachad or summer programs, they always welcome, and they were so excited to have the the event. Um, Myra Kezet, Miriam Leichman actually was so so excited because she told me how she was involved when um, in Boston Yachad, and she was so excited because she made Aliyah a bunch of years ago and hasn't really been exposed to it since. So she was so happy to bring it to bring it back and be able to join with us. Wow, that's awesome! How many girls from Nishmat are going to be running the Jerusalem race together with Team Yachad? Um, I think there are five or six Nishmat girls running with Team Yachad. Wow, that's awesome. Where is Nishmat? It is in the neighborhood of Pot in Jerusalem. So, oh, so let me ask you a question. We spoke to Mimi Boim about this on last week's show. Um, well, she had it, we, when we spoke to her, it was before Purim, but now that we're speaking to you after Purim, um, because you're in Yerushalayim, you actually celebrated Purim on Shushan Purim on Monday, when the rest of the country and the rest of the world, in fact, celebrated a day earlier um, on Sunday. Did you actually end up having two Purims? Did you leave Yerushalayim on Sunday and go celebrate Purim somewhere else, or did you stay 
in seminary did you stay in Yerushalayim and celebrate on Shushan Purim in Yerushalayim? So that's a great question. Um, I can tell you that the girls from my school were doing all different things. We actually had our Purim Shabbos, our Purim Spiel and everything, so Shabbos before Purim, so that the Israelis could have the opportunity to home um, with their families. Um, but we, I stayed in Jerusalem the Shabbos of Purim, and so I was in Jerusalem Saturday night. But so I didn't technically celebrate Purim on Sunday, but we had we had a lot of Purim celebration because we Nishma made a carnival for all the children of the neighborhood to come and enjoy and celebrate Purim together. And then Sunday night and Monday we celebrated um, Purim with all the mitzvot and officially celebrated with Nishma. That's awesome. Oh, and Monday morning you had, this past Monday morning, you had the uh, Yachad Israel Purim slash Bar Mitzvah for Sam Siklik. Yes, we did. It was a ton of fun. We got to interact with the family and all their friends, as well as bring bring Yachad to join with them and celebrate all together. So, yeah, we wished the Mazel Tov uh, last week to Sam, but his Bar Mitzvah hadn't happened yet. But now that it was this past Monday night, we want to wish a Mazel Tov to Sam Siklik and to uh, the rest of the Siklik family, many of whom actually joined us as runners uh, with Team Yachad in Jerusalem. So, uh, well, I guess good luck to everybody who's running tomorrow morning. Danielle, good luck to you. I know that you'll Thank make you us very all proud. Um, Danielle, anything <laughs> you want to... I don't plan on walking the 10K, so... <laughs> the only advice I will give you is you should definitely walk up Jabotinsky Street. <laughs> Thank you very is, much. <laughs> to me, that is not the kind of hill you want to try to run. Danielle, before we let you go, uh, anything you want to tell all the listeners before the race? Um, I just want to tell everybody that I ran with Team Yachad in Miami last year, and all I could think about the whole race was that I hope I get another opportunity to run with Team Yachad because that feeling of running and passing another Team Yachad runner and clapping for them and cheering them on and looking down at your shirt and knowing that you're a part of Team Yachad is probably one of the best feelings ever. And so if anyone hasn't had the opportunity to run with Team Yachad yet, I would suggest doing so either in Miami or Jerusalem next year because I'm so excited for tomorrow morning that I finally... Since last January, got the chance again to run and be a part of Team Yachad. Well, there you have it. Thank you to Danielle Orenshine. If you're interested, Danielle is still accepting uh, donations to help her. She's already surpassed her fundraising goal, but to go even further, you can go to teamyachad.com, click on the Jerusalem website, and find Danielle listed uh, amongst the runners, or any other runner for that matter that you might know, and feel free to donate as generously as you are able. Uh, Danielle, from all of us here at Yachad and the OU and the Jewish Reaction and the Nachum Siegel Network, thank you for joining me, and good luck tomorrow morning. Thank you very much. Good luck. And this is the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network, brought to you by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Ellie Hagler. I'm the Assistant Director of Yachad. I want to thank our guests for joining us. We first spoke earlier with Ken Sable, who's the Associate Director for Institutional Advancement here at the OU and who ran, together with his daughter Jen, who gets a mazel tov for getting engaged, uh, ran with Team Yachad in the Miami Marathon at the end of January. And then we spoke with Danielle Orenshine, who is the co president together with
with our friend Shlomo Frischman of Yachat Israel as Team Yachat Jerusalem is gearing up to run the Jerusalem Marathon tomorrow morning in Israel. And we wish everybody luck. And this is Ellie Hagler and the Jewish Reaction wishing everybody a great Shabbos.